Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Beth, Damian, and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss this week's pop culture news. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Beth, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Always good to see you on uh, our pop culture podcast. Aw, you too. You still got that... That short beard, that little baby face going on. I mean, definitely not baby face. It's got a lot of wrinkles. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Damien, two weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row. Or two podcasts in a row? Yep, two podcasts in a row. Still alive? Same thing. Yep, still alive. I mean, to be fair, we don't... Yeah, whatever. We, we, we're we posting these the same week, so definitely two in a row, not two weeks mm, in a row. Got it. Three in a row, though. He was last week's pop culture, then The Matrix, and now this one. Fuck. Holy shit. Comeback. When am I, when am I getting a check? It's in the mail. <laughs> okay. Right. I told you it's in DQ. We had this conversation. <laughs> DQ, uh, was it movie pass, double points, and potentially living in the trunk of a Lincoln Continental? Yeah, I'm willing to accept all that, but that's in exchange for being the Manny. The Manny, Not, yes. not for recording the podcast. Before you agree to the Manny, my daughter shit on me last night. So is this something you're ready to deal with? I mean, I'm, actually, never mind. I'm not going to answer that. Um, to be fair, she shit on me on the way to the bath. Like I was holding her naked and she shit. So it's really my fault. That is your fault. That is your fault. You shouldn't be, you know, you're walking around with a loaded gun. What am I supposed to do? I mean, you could wrap that thing up. But then she would have shit in a blanket. I mean, you could put a diaper on. That's the four. You got to take the diaper off, right? It's like, there's a lot of moving parts, dude. It's easier to take the diaper off on the changing pad and then go from there. Write some documentation and I'll take care of it. It's a fucking. It's like playing Russian roulette, and you know, I I picked the uh, I picked the wrong chamber, so to speak. Mm. <laughs> Bobby, sir, what's going how on? How you doing? Phenomenal. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You're alive. I'm alive. I'm Owen here. made it out of the hole. I he did. It's what like <laughs> what do you like what it, it becomes like all I want to do like we'll get in but all I want to do is sit and just like look at the water. At the beach, like, just leave me alone. Right. So nobody can relax in my family. So they come out with, like, shovels. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, we're going <laughs> to dig a hole. What are you digging yeah. a hole for? Like, we're just digging a hole. So they dig yeah. the hole. And then he builds, like, a mound that all said sand goes into. And then he takes the boogie board and then rides the boogie board down into the hole. Then he decided he wanted to live in the hole. Which is the picture I sent you guys. <laughs> and then the postscript to the whole picture is that he took the boogie board and actually used it as like a roof to the hole. So okay. then he was like in the hole with like the boogie board on top of him and he was living in the hole. That's my kid. Damien, when he when Rob says he just wants to sit somewhere and relax, does Rob like does he strike you as the person that can just sit somewhere and relax? No. No, he's got I'm like looking at this stuff. If if like that wasn't going on, I would have been like just peachy keen. But instead, I'm just watching this kid just dig himself into the hole. So no man, no. Beth was there. Beth Comic Con. Hey buddy, how's it going? How you doing? Hey, <laughs> hey buddy. Hey, where'd Rob go? Buddy. I don't know. Where'd Rob go? I don't know. Where, dude, you <laughs> fucking you you can't stay still for more than like two minutes. I like people. Yeah. So there's no relax. I could relax if it's like this again. If there's nothing going on, sit. Look at the beach. Stare out at nothingness, and like I'm good. 
Rob is one hundred percent Tom Hanks in the Burbs, Seriously. like just screaming at the top of his lungs how he just wants to relax. Yeah, yeah, but like can't sit still. He just wants to watch the neighbor with the giant head like fall down. That's it, right? Is it, is that weird? It's just like like really like I I bring my chair, I bring my cooler, I got the umbrella, like it is everything you would imagine it would be, and they they give me maybe forty five minutes and then we're back into it again. So, I mean, they're old enough to entertain themselves. They are, and, like, she's, like, at the point that it's, like, all right, well, like, everything is, like, I'm hungry, I hung out. So, like, here's money, go eat. So, like, there's, like, a boardwalk, (laughs) and on the boardwalk is, like, the pizza and everything. So, like, go knock yourself out. But he's still, like, 10. You can't send a 10-year-old out there. (laughs) And I don't trust her not to kill him in, like, any sort of outing that they're out at. So, like, they Mm -hmm. can't go together. So it is still a little bit of, like, corralling. And, like, if you're 14 or 10... You're not just sitting on the beach. You're like getting bored within ten minutes. That's like so you don't you don't need to explain what the Jersey Shore is like. We've all seen the show. <laughs> we know there's a boardwalk. GTL baby. No, there's this a, is. A, did they go to the t-shirt shop? Oh, there's the t-shirts. So like, all right. So there's Jersey Shore <laughs> takes place in Seaside, and like Seaside is like the like Staten Island of like the Jersey Shore. It's like it's very trashy. It is very like clubby and like the hair and the makeup. Like that's all that. We I've are like way south Jersey Shore, which is called Ocean City, New Jersey, which is lovely. Now, here's mm. what makes it hilarious. It is a dry island. Right. So you cannot buy booze in Ocean City at all. Mm-hmm. So you have to take everything kind of with you. So there's no like drinking at the beach. There's no drinking on the in the restaurants. Like it's only like a lot of hoarding. So it's like it's high stress to me to begin with because I'm not (laughs) usually I could walk around the theme park as long as I have a beer or two in me like I'm good. So now it's just like I'm all amped up like going to every we did 25. I'm not kidding. Mini golf courses over the course of six days. I feel like that should be more of a reaction. That's your jam. (laughs) And you talked about how much you love mini golf. When we were talking about uh, what what podcast were we talking about with the Irishman, you were like, ah, oh, mini golf course. At least we're going to get a mini golf course. Like you were jammed about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm jammed that fuck? it's in the town that I live in, but not when I'm going sure. from one mini golf course to the next in uh, Ocean City, New Jersey. So anyway, long story short, <laughs> they had the time of their lives, which is like what vacation is all about. I was sure. high stress from when I got on the island to when I left the island, and that's lovely. They gave me 45 minutes on the beach. And everybody's happy. I'm going to kill my son, though. Because what happens is when you have your kid for too long, it's like a little bit too, too much. And Mm -hmm. if I'm like a little too much, you can imagine my 10-year-old is like a little bit too much. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. He's actually currently at his grandmother's house tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Damien, how does, as a a single man Mm. who enjoys traveling, Mm. how does that vacation sound? Um, that sounds, that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just just terrible you don't, yeah you I mean, just it right doesn't off the sound like a vacation at all it's no not sure a vacation. this yeah. will not happen on your cabin in the woods yes accurate okay i'm Still so excited be... about the cabin in the woods I, based on what you just talked about rob i don't know that you're gonna get to go to the cabin in the woods bro if you bring me to a place that i can relax i'm very good at relaxing so i could hang out in the cabin in the woods like i'm happy going in a blindfold I respect your privacy. <laughs> All right. Beth, does that sound fun to you? 
The cabin in the woods? And or South Jersey oh. Shore, wherever the fuck he said he was. Oh, gosh. No, yeah. that sounds like a nightmare. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then right. what the funny part is, so there's two, and not to, I'm sorry, I'm taking too much time. So there's two theme parks that are like <laughs> shitty, like it's carnival okay. rides. Hold, but on, they, hold on, hold on, hold wait, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Theme parks? <laughs> amusement parks. How's that? Amusement parks. Two amusement there's parks. There's some like rides on the on a boardwalk, Yes. It's like the Gravitron and like a shitty, like uh, like a, a fake Dumbo ride. and like, Okay, so it's something that dudes with like no teeth put up in like 12 hours before they start charging kids and then they tear down in six hours. But these aren't tear down ones. These are pseudo permanent ones. Oh, oh. so yeah. they're theme park. Go it's ahead. It's Adventureland, um, which is a whole <laughs> other story. And you're not going to remind me, but like Adventureland's a great story. But anyway, so we go to this thing, and at one point, like, it's just, it's 400 degrees outside. There's no shade. I'm just, like, and, like, not to be gross, but, like, I'm, like, a sweaty kind of guy. It's just, like, if it's too hot, I'm just, like, fucking raining. So I'm sweating to death. (laughs) We're at the, like, hour, like, six. I'm not exaggerating at this theme park that has seven rides. And all I'm getting at this point is, like, angry, tattooed, mildly overweight, Paul Mall smoking Jersey women screaming into my skull. So more or less what happens is when you live in New Jersey, you don't like like nicely call out to your son like, hey, Kevin, look over here. You scream out, Kevin, look at my fucking phone. It's like it's a lot of that. So there's a lot of yelling going on. So in the span of like 10 minutes, like six different women had screamed into my head. So, like, Rob, if you just need another version of, like, why you don't want to do this, there it is. You're the loudest person I know. Oh, my God. These people <laughs> so are you've way never t- you've never called your kids, been like, oh, Owen, Owen, Kim. <laughs> you've never said that in your life. <laughs> They're probably like, who's this tall, sweaty, bald guy <laughs> yelling for his kids? Why is he smiling <laughs> and angry at the same time? <laughs> why is he so red? <laughs> uh, no oh, sunblock. I'm just happy to have you back. Everybody else, I'm sure everybody else is happy to have you back. Glad Damien could join us. Beth is always staple of the Pop Culture News Podcast. (laughs) So Beth and I are going to record 13 going on 30 this weekend. Cool. So excited. That's Mm. Jennifer Garner, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's like Beth's favorite. Anthony's dreading it. Well, I'm trying to, I don't want it just to be the movies I like. I'm trying to let everybody have their say. Ah. So you know, I said, Beth, it's the 20th anniversary of 13 going on 30. What do you say? And she's like, I don't even have to watch the movie. I could recite it line for line. So we're going to try to do that uh, this weekend if I can uh, drum up the energy to watch it tomorrow. I think it came out in 04. It's the 15th anniversary. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Could, could be. <laughs> we don't need to be that accurate for this one. Yeah, it's some, it's some, some anniversary. <laughs> I think we might just let Beth lead this one. Nice. <laughs> and I might just be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah. Really liked it. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Beth, 90210. Yes. Third season, or third episode was uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You've watched all of them, I am sure. Of course. How's it going? It's going good. Okay. It's Yeah, it's got to the point where... I feel like I, even though they're playing like Tori and Jenny, like you don't see it as it's like their real selves. Like it just seems like you're watching a TV show with characters with storylines. Like it's not like I'm watching the actors play themselves. Okay. Rob, have you made any effort to watch any more episodes? 
I made no effort to, but I'm like mildly curious. So Perfect. did they get into the show within the show yet? No. See, I think there's only, it's already halfway over. There's only three episodes left. So I think that's what they're hoping for, for a season two, like uh. episode three, they barely like Shannon just came and they're, they just did the first like photo shoot and they're just writing the script. So with only three episodes left, I think it's probably going to like maybe end with them starting to film or getting ready to film or doing the table read for the first episode. And then they're going to hope for a season two that's actually going to get into the show within the show. Have they brought up Luke Perry again or was it really just that first episode and like they're kind of... No, it was just that first episode. There was a really big miss last night where they could have um, done a little nod to him again because they did that the the remake of the photo where they're all laying down and laying on top of each other. Uh. And they, well, they showed the real photo. Like, Tori got to Fox and that big photo was, like, on the wall there. And then they had, like, a sketch of the photo for them to model after when they got into the poses. And he was in the sketch. And they kind of left the space open oh. where he could have been. But, like, they could have made some sort of mention, like, okay, like, you know, maybe... Let's rearrange here because that was Luke's spot. Something like that. Was but I, I don't think they're gonna... originally in that photo? Yeah, oh, all of them were. Oh. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, at that point, they didn't know he. I mean, he hadn't died yet when they were filming. You would assume when they're filming yet, right? No, he died before. He died before they, they just started. started any of it. Yeah, they had just started mm-hmm. talking about getting the show together. Got it. Um, and then he passed away. Yeah. So I mean, but I, I get it because they they can't make every episode no. about him and mention him. So no. it's it wasn't necessary, but it would have been. You know, it could have been good. But Damien, you gonna watch this shit? No. Damien, have you chance. watched Definitely one know. episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero in your life? No. Um, I have strong feelings towards. At least I did when I was a child when the original series came out. Str- uh, what, about Nine Hundred Two One Zero. I would my love strong, to hear it. Yeah, my strong feelings were like. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, like, we didn't, I didn't have, like, a ton of stuff. I didn't, you know, yeah, we didn't have a lot. And so just the idea of, like, a TV show of, like, the drama from a bunch of rich kids from Beverly Hills um, is, like, the absolute last thing that I ever wanted to watch in my life. And so never watched an episode. What was your favorite non-cartoon when you were a kid? Non-cartoon. <clears throat> Well, real quick, real quick. To be fair, yeah. when 90210 came out, you were five, so yeah. <laughs> not your demographic. Go For ahead. sure. I mean, yeah. I, it wasn't. I wasn't watching it when it came For out, sure. but like it you. existed. People, you know, it was popular. Of course. Um, my favorite non-cartoon show. This is going to get a reaction uh, out of out of Anthony, and it doesn't hold up for a bunch of reasons now. Um, but I I will stand by it. Well, Home Alone. Oh, sorry, not Home Alone. Home Improvement. Nice. Ah, uh-huh, nice. Cool. <laughs> what about it? Because that that would not be my first guess for you. Were you overtly racist when you were a child? Ooh, Damn. that's not nice. No, that's why that's why it doesn't hold up. Um, home improvement, like, like for me. Let's see. How do I how do I quickly articulate this? Because I didn't prepare. Um, <laughs> The, the, it was like a way to to like experience family issues and to like have a discussion around problems that like most families can relate to. Um, and my family, like nobody talked about problems or issues or anything basically having to do with like feelings, any of that stuff. And so, so yeah, the, this this like show is a way to like get insight into 
a family that was doing that and was talking through like real life issues that were going on, you know, and they had the like deep episodes with like cancer and like blah, blah, blah. So if you set aside all the racism stuff and the like goofy, you know, grunting thing, um, yeah, there are some like real life uh, applications. Did you like Tim Allen as like an actor and like Santa Claus and like a stand up or it was really just a show? This is fascinating to me. It was just a show. Oh. I mean, I don't particularly care for him. I think like he's he's good at, in the, as like you know Buzz Lightyear and and I actually did like the Santa Claus, and he was in Jingle All the Way as well, right? No, no. Who was the other? Who, Phil Harvey. Sinbad and Sinbad and Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's something Nailed else it. that I'm thinking. Galaxy anyway. Quest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Galaxy Quest for sure. Joe I somebody. I, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. It's not important. Um, yeah, I don't particularly care about him. Um, yeah, I just like the show. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, man, that's cool. I, if, how, what you said you liked about it makes sense. I'm not going to shit on that. It's just, <laughs> I mean, not, it's just not good. But five-year-old Damien doesn't need to have good taste. He's five. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, getting back, to, circling back to 90210, I watched the second episode, and I'm now out. Oh. Ah, uh, see, yeah. Yeah. The second episode, it keeps getting better. Like last night, I thought it was the first time I was able to separate it and just watch it as a show and not think of them as the actors. Yeah, but now it's like soap opera. Yeah, um, that's what I figured. Yeah. And, yeah. and I figured once you said you liked the whole that they're making fun of themselves thing, I figured once it started getting more serious, you'd be out. Oh, yeah, stop I'm making good. fun of themselves? Yeah, now it's like uh, Brandon's wife has a kid or is pregnant by somebody else. And some crazed fan is sending them like dolls of themselves that are like cut up. Like I'm nice. good. It's just it's it's corny to me now. Oh. Like first episode yeah. I was in, now I'm just like I'm super good. And I can't Tori Spelling's face is bothering me every episode. <laughs> you know what I've noticed in this episode? And it's funny because I've only ever noticed this in one other show. Um, I noticed that when it's on her it looks like she has like the soft softening softening filter over her face. <laughs> she has the and the only other time I've ever noticed that was on the Scientology show, Leah Remini. Uh, it's like so cloudy when she's on screen and it's obviously <laughs> they have control and I'm sure they're please soften my face during this, you know, editing. And that's what I noticed on this episode face. with Tori. It it's looks Elizabeth very Taylor soft. in white diamond commercials. <laughs> Damien, you ever had someone say soften my face to me? <laughs> mm. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I don't think on. So. All right. So this week I was like coming up uh, a couple days before the podcast. I was like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Right. Nothing going on in pop culture. We're in a little bit of a lull. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not that we talk sports. Nothing going on in sports either. And then all of a sudden, like a bunch of shit happened after Damien and I did the Matrix podcast. Uh. Damien, did we make Warner Brothers announce Matrix 4 because of our podcast? You could make a strong argument that we did. Nice. I mean, it literally came out like 12 hours after we it's posted. a little yeah, too good. They were listening. Right. I mean, I'm just going to take a W on this. Um, this. Listen, this is how shit works in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in all seriousness, there was a, there's been a rumor that it was coming out for, I don't know, like 10 years. And then we just, you know, it was, it was a miss for us not to mention it on the podcast. Miss for me not to mention it. Um, they said, you know, obviously Keanu Reeves is having like career 2019 is like peak of his career, right? Bill and Ted's, uh, three comes out, John Wick three or Bill and Ted's is, is announced, uh, filming John Wick, you know, made a shit ton of money. Then they announced this. 
But in all seriousness, I'll ask you first, Damien, because we just did the podcast. Do you give a shit about Matrix 4? Is this something you want to watch? Because we, we both agreed we love the first one, right? You said that the, the next two are serviceable. You'll watch them because of, like, the universe. I agree with you to a point. But do you have interest in watching number four? Not really. I feel like this is one of those things that they should have just left alone. Like, there's there's no reason to, like, try and hash it up everything. Right. Um, just let it be. I, I don't know how it works because it's uh, how it's going to work because I'm pretty sure he died at the end of the third one. She he, died, he, too, didn't she? No, he dies. Yeah. But didn't she die, too? I don't believe so. He gets impaled. Remember, he's... he's... Yeah, that I totally remember. But I thought yeah, she I, died... I, was, I thought she died first or second like i felt like they both went suicide mission nobody survived regardless if they both did it's the matrix i mean they they can do whatever they want right it's a computer program it's sci-fi so it could be there's no way for them to do a prequel about it because they didn't know each other in the you know previously to the first one or prior Mm -hmm. to the first one so but regardless of what they do i just don't know in 2019 besides keanu reeves popularity i don't know that Anybody really needs a Matrix 4 after Matrix 2 and 3. I mean, I think that's why they're doing it, right? It's just to, like, capitalize on this, like, crazy hype train. It's got to be. Yeah. Can I be the forever optimist? Yes. So maybe it's, like, because, again, it's sure they want to capitalize, but maybe it's one of those things, like, they've always had this idea, and maybe it's something that is going to bring something new to the character or bring something new to the universe, and just, like, all the stars just happen to be aligning. I know that's a little naive, but you know you gotta. It was you got to imagine that these guys did some like really big things, and they have tried different pieces. But for everybody to come out of the woodworks to kind of agree to do this, you know, I, Keanu Reeves does not need the paycheck right now. Carrie Ann Moss probably needs it. Um, and as I was reading, they did not get Lawrence Fishburne yet, right? And it's hmm. not it's not the the brothers directing it. Or oh, I thought it was it the brothers. The thing no, I was reading was the brothers. It's uh, either a sister or a wife has the same last name. I don't know which one it is. Well, one of them had a sex change, so it's that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, so really? one of the two brothers had a sex change. Um, that's why it's a female name now. Fair enough. I had no yeah. idea. Oh, there you Didn't go. I know that. How progressive. Still, I have no desire to watch oh. this. <laughs> and I, Rob, you're super. You're super optimistic. How do you feel about Indy Five? Indiana Jones Five. I'm not nearly as optimistic about oh. that. Mm. And that's fair because we already had that shot. That shot was already destroyed. It's convenient. It is convenient. <laughs> I would say that Crystal Skull is as good of a movie as Matrix 2 and 3. All right. So I think if I could just weigh in on Matrix, not to kind of like get into this yeah. thing. But I, I, I'm I, a big fan of Matrix 1. You guys did an amazing pod, by the way. Damien, fantastic job. Anthony, very good job. Um, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's funny Shots how I just fired. gave you two different grades. Wasn't that good? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. so 2, I felt, was... I thought it was good. It, it it wasn't a very kind of... It didn't mesh well with one, but I liked that world, and there was a lot of that world that needed to come out in two. So it's very much like Matrix and Matrix 2 and 3, as you guys kind of completely described. But I didn't think they were necessarily bad movies. You know, it was still a good story. It was still, like, iconic piece. I was still entertained by them. Like, 3 is definitely the weaker of the bunch, Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't necessarily mind it. I like that world. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. But just because I like a world doesn't mean I need to watch more movies about it. If yeah, they're if they're not if they're not good, they don't make sense. They're not 
just because you have a good world doesn't mean the movie's going to be good. You could sure. have a rich history, rich you know backdrop, it doesn't mean the movie itself is going to be good. Beth, and I have think you watched John oh, Wick is the exception to that because I think John Wick is a good example of showing John Wick and The Matrix. I feel like same thing. You just kind of enter the world; they're giving you the rules, but you don't get like a lot of history. And then with the subsequent sequels, they give you a lot of history. It worked better with the John Wick movies than it did the Matrix movie. Uh, I think John Wick is the exception um, because in the first movie, they made it without any intention on getting an opportunity to make a second movie or a third movie. So they didn't lay out like the the backdrop, the history, all the mythology for that movie. They just gave you a little bit where the Matrix starts and they're giving that all to you right off the bat. Right. And so they're showing the you second too and much. Third, I don't know. Beth, have you watched any of the Matrix movies? No, I never have. I, I listened to the pod, though, and I'm curious. That's all and you, like, that's I, all you need. Like, I can totally see what Rob is saying, and I, I get what you're saying, but for me, who just like with this whole 90210 thing, like if I was invested in it and like into this world, like I would want another movie regardless of like what it was going to be because I would just want to see it, you know, more. But how? No, that's not... I. I respect that you think that, but yeah, I can't that's imagine that's me. how everybody feels because no, at for some sure. point that's they're making me. shit that's ruining what you originally liked. Yeah, true. Right? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to watch... Uh, I mean, Be- Beverly Hills now 2-0 and then talking about The Matrix are so yeah. different parts of the planet. You don't want... Like, part of the reason I don't like Star Wars as much anymore is because of the prequels. That's because true. it waters them down. The mythology. If they were completely not the same, if they were going off a different timeline, not the same characters, then it would be different. I could disassociate them. But because they're essentially using them as a prequels, as a as a platform for the original three, that I I can't I can't separate them. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. On a like a total side note, I have a question about Star Wars. Sweet. Mm. Um, it, were the prequels always intended? Because why in like whatever, whenever the movies came out, the 80s, 70s, I don't know. Why would they start with an episode four? Well, Beth. If there was no intent to a million years, 20 years later, whatever, make a <laughs> one, two, and three. Well, I'm just confused because I've, I've. Sure. I, I'm, a, I'm about to start watching them. I have my hands on them. And I'm like, episode four. Like, that's so random for the first movie of this huge series to just randomly be number four. Okay. That so, is a great question. Great question. Damien. Hold on, Damien. Would you like to take that question? <laughs> no, no. This is a, this is a Rob question. Uh, I'm all like, bad. I'm like drooling. I'm like foaming at the mouth for this. Okay, go ahead, Rob. So, Beth. Yes. Originally, Star Trek: A New Hope, 1977. Okay, Star hold Trek. on. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> time out. Wow. Star Trek. Listen, I just. All right. So my bad. I'll... <laughs> Star Wars. Jesus Christ. Epis- all right. Can I start over? Yeah. Mulligan. All right. Mulligan. I'm leaving that in, though. Don't oh, think that's not staying in. <laughs> All right. So Star Wars Episode Four was originally released as Star Wars because they did not expect to do any sequels. So when they decided that, hey, there is an interest and we're going to invest in the sequels, this is what the story goes. Is George Lucas said, all right, I originally wrote six parts to this. And the part that I can do the easiest is this episode kind of for this kind of middle part because that seems to be the most interesting and I have the ability to do it. So I can do four, five, and six with the intent of going back and doing one, two, and three. So as Empire came out, that was officially episode five. So as it was released, they said, yes, there will eventually be one, two, and three, 
starting at the end of the century, and that's exactly what we got. So when it was first released, no. When Empire came out, yes. Okay. Man, how was that wait? Uh, I mean, obviously you guys didn't watch it when it first came out, but that wait to get one, two, and three... (laughs) Wasn't it a million years, like a bunch yes. of years? Because yeah, that's the like thing. Knowing that it's coming, but like when the hell is it coming? That's horrible. And that was like, that was the sad part of like the 80s and 90s for a Star Wars nerd anyway, mm-hmm. is that you kind of like, all right, well, the thought was always there. It was always four or five and six. When are we getting one, two, and three? And as kind of interest waned on it and it didn't seem like Star Wars was ever going to come out again, you know, the books or the, the video games or any of that stuff, like, that was enough. So when they announced episode one, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Beth, oh my God. everything Rob said is accurate, but it's bullshit. What? George Lucas mm-hmm. had no idea of a full story. He made he made Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi thinking that was it. Because one, two, and three, there are so many plot holes from what the, the mythology and the story he lays in Star Wars, A New Hope that he did not know he was making one, two, and three. They are not a... He didn't have this whole grand plan of nine movies. That's It's horseshit. So mm. why would they say episode four? Because once it made a shit ton of money, Rob, you know what they want to do? <laughs> they want to make more money. So he leaves... Again, we're not going to... This isn't going to be a whole Star Wars podcast. The, yeah, the sheer we can fact, do that later. Yeah, the sheer fact that Obi-Wan says that he took Anakin as an apprentice, Yoda was his apprentice... And then, you know, that, that there's a whole line of where's Qui-Gon that they never talk about yeah. in, in New Hope. Right. Well, the he's character the star. So, anyway. Yeah. Okay, I think that, that's character getting into, changed. No, but it's not. It's It totally isn't. Because once you get into that, like, that gets into, like, the specifics. And definitely the specifics. It's not like he had three scripts written and then he's like, but he had the overarching story of what everything was going to. Look at his face. Look what he's doing. <laughs> he didn't what he did a big it. jerk. He didn't. All right. But that's why. Just watch four, five, and six, Beth. You don't have to watch one, two, and three. Okay. <laughs> Beth, what's really going to bake your noodle is that <laughs> the eighth movie is called Star Wars Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a whole oh, Star Trek thing. So, like, I had Star Trek on the brain. <laughs> okay. So, we're talking about The Matrix, and we're talking about Matrix 4. And something I wanted to mention to you guys, because I love to throw things in here that I don't prepare you for, Damien, <laughs> is there's only been three movies this year in all of 2019. So what, we're, we're what, almost, what, 60, 70% done with 2019? There's mm-hmm. only been three movies that have been number one at the box office this year that were original ideas, original scripts. Everything else was wow. remakes, sequels. It's been Good Boys, which was just number one last week. Uh, the Curse of La Llorona and Us. Those are the only... So two of those were horror movies. One of them was a hard R comedy. Everything else has been remakes or sequels. But this is theatrical release, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you look behind you? Who was coming in? I'm just. I'm trying to see if someone's fucking with me right now with these questions. <laughs> because I, we had that conversation of like theatrical release versus like online release, and how like all of a sudden that that like terminology is going to be very important. Theatrical release number one. I thought by saying number one that would one. that would. I think we need to be more specific. Or imply box office. <laughs> Damien, you're not looking. I don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Does that does that give you any sort of reaction, or you just you don't care? I mean, like, I don't know. It kind of bums me out. Uh, sure. 
we've talked about this like I feel like for the better part of this year is it just it feels like there's no new ideas this is yeah. like a thing that is across uh, outside of probably just movies it's like TV and um, games and a bunch of stuff sure games is a little bit different but yeah I don't know for whatever reason it's like I don't know it's a prevalent issue right now okay to the to the to the group is it when you say there's no ideas this is where we are with games tv is it just because hollywood knows that these are this is ip that has paid off in the in the in the past and they just want to rehash it it's easy to make i mean rob made the the case a few podcasts ago i believe that things are just easy to to redo and push out there and and you're going to make money on that is this just where, I mean, again, I, I ask this every podcast when we bring things up like this. This is, this is where we're at, right? When you see something new, something original, are you just like a knee-jerk reaction? You know, I'll, I'll ask Rob, knee-jerk reaction, are you just like, this looks stupid, this doesn't look good? Because you're, we're so not used to new things, original things anymore? No, it, it goes back to my original point. It's, there's so much new content on the streaming that a lot of it gets missed. And I think the stuff that's released in the theater, like the bigger, bigger stuff, is that stuff. Like, that's the stuff they know they're going to attract the masses to, that people are excited to see, and that's going to get them in the theater. But, like, unknown stuff, that's not going to get, like, you know, butts in the seats. But I'm not necessarily looking to the movies anymore, anyway, for, like, that avant-garde, something new, something to kind of blow my mind. I'm kind of depending on the streaming services or, like, HBO to give me that stuff now. So I don't think that's necessarily out of, you know, line for the culture to be like, yeah, a good chunk of the movie is rehashed stuff or big comic book stuff. I think that's a, a sign of the times. Interesting. Okay. Beth? Yeah, I think that's, it's true. Like, people are skeptical to go see something that they don't know what they're going to get. So they're more prone to going to see something that's a sequel or a remake or a you know from a certain universe that's just pumping out movies um but it makes me wonder like where when it comes to like oscars and awards and stuff is that all going to just turn into being like indie movies or like streaming movies because if all that's you know going to be big at the theater is going to be stuff like avengers or re reboot stuff you know yeah, but who's nominate that stuff for awards? But historically, nothing that gets nominated for Academy Awards makes money. Those are true. All yeah, usually I haven't seen any of the movies. Yeah, these are all are. movies that uh, they put out with quote unquote award season. So they'll put them out, you know, middle of November to to late December, and they'll even put them out in limited release so that they'll show that they're released. And then once those movies get a bunch of hype for them behind, because of the Oscars, they'll re-release them in theaters. Yeah, and that's when they'll make money because. You know, you're not seeing a lot of uh, movies coming out, especially big budget movies come out in January, February, March. Some Now, mm -hmm. March, they're starting to, but January, February, it's where movies go to die. Yeah. Butts Damien. in the seats. Butts in the seats. Butts in the seats. <laughs> Is anybody going to go see Ready or Not? Yeah, I want to go see it. All right. Rob, I'm probably going to see it this weekend. Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. Rob, your kid likes horror movies. You have to go take him to see, you have to take him to see this movie. He hasn't even mentioned not, not like and because he's got a pretty good like sense of what is happening. He hasn't mentioned it. I'm kind of using him as my like gauge to what movies that we necessarily have to see. So, well, he, but he has a, he has a sense of <laughs> yes, I want to see it. 
because it has a bunch of publicity behind it and they they're spending a shit ton of money promoting it. Yeah, so I and think that's using I think using your 10-year-old son as a barometer of like smaller movies that are coming out to see might not be a good way to I completely disagree. I think it's a great okay. way because how far is it kind of making it into his imagination? I think that movies are getting deeper. Like it's not just necessarily the mass like all right, well we're going to do this big promotional thing and everybody kind of gets it. I'm really thinking at this point, it's the dialing in of it. So like modern kid, as I'm observing, you know, my own two kids plus all the freaking kids at school is like, sure, it's it's all about the threat. Like you go in there to see this first thing and then you kind of go down this rabbit hole of this, this, this and this. So like it comes back to the the thing that you were busting my chops about, like mother, which I still haven't watched yet because you've like completely like scarred me for it. So I have not watched sure. it. But I think that's a good version of it. And the, and modern kid understands that. So modern kid isn't necessarily like, hey, we have to go to the movies. Modern kid says like we have to go to the movies because that's the only way we get to see it right now. But they would be just as content to kind of see it here. So if there's no, like but, things happening that they're interested in, like I hear about it, it's just. But you're completely. That. You're looking at this completely wrong because a modern ten year old is not going to see or go see an R rated movie. Most well, parents again, are not letting them see that. That's not their so, demographic. Again, fair. Y- exactly. So assuming that your son is being marketed, anything's marketed towards him from this movie. It's not the previews really aren't on TV. It's a hard R rated movie. It's pretty violent. Is I think looking at it the wrong way. He's not consuming commercials for this he's not consuming like social media for this it is a different beast altogether because of the first one that's something that's been in our pop culture in pop culture for how long i mean how long has it been around but and here's my argument to that is like it's like historically horror movies your demographic is going to be like the teenage demographic i would say like the the 13 to like 24 year old kind of grouping you're not necessarily going for an older crowd will certainly go and buy tickets but when you market a horror movie, you're going for that younger group. And if you're sure. going for that demographic, it's going to trickle down. So, again, it's like I'm not saying my kid has the finger on the pulse of the horror <laughs> culture. He doesn't. He's fucking 10. But it would, like, at least come up in conversation. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Do Owen a solid. You can look like the cool dad and take him to see it. That's I all am I'm the saying. cool dad. Stop. I don't know. So I have a working theory real quick, circling back to why everything is remakes and superhero movies. Here's my working theory. In the 80s and the 90s, we didn't get as many rehashes, right? Hardly any that I can really think of that were big box office. At that point, cinema had been around how long? Rob, what are we, what are we talking about? I, you're, I mean, you're big budget good cinema. 50 years. 50 years of 50 historical. Years. Yep. But when did the, like, the blockbuster start coming out? The 70s, Late right? 70s, early 80s. So in the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, you only had, what, 15 to 20 years to pull from. Sure. Now Mm. we're looking at 40 years to pull from, 45 years to pull from. So is it something that's just as simple as we have all of these years of movies being made, all of now different generations are, you know, have come and gone that haven't maybe seen these movies now we can remake them, and they're almost fresh to these generations. Well, you can argue that movies of the 70s and 80s are actually remakes of movies from, like, the 40s and the 50s, and there's a lot of, like, real-life examples in that. And we just happen to be cycling in it. But I think also now those are the proven movie makers. I'm sorry, the, yeah. the proven money makers. So if you're promoting as a producer, like, hey, I want to make this movie, it's like it's two conversations. Like, hey, here's this proven franchise that or historically has this fan base 
let's do this. Or, hey, I know these couple of young guys that have this great idea. It seems very creative. Let's try this. It's going to be the sure bet. There you go. I think that's a good theory. I'm gonna I think this is, this is a, a vote for we're in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still waiting. Did we get a glitch in some in the simulation when I was supposed to get some links to, to, to prove that point, Damien? No, I've been busy. I haven't sent them to you. Mm. Um, completely unrelated to that, uh, <laughs> but related to the original or the last topic. What do you think about the thought that we are hungry as a society right now for things that are comfortable and familiar um, because of shit like, um, you know, political divide, the rainforest is on fire, like we're past <laughs> or at peak oil, um, you know, climate change, et cetera, et cetera. So your theory is that we want something comforting because of that reason. No, no, I'm just positing the question. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't I don't know that I've. I don't go to movies to escape those type of things. I go to just be entertained, but it's not like taking my mind off of that. What? 60% of the rainforest is on fire or something like that. Mm -hmm. Amazon. So I don't, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not the same thing for me, but I mean, I don't know, Beth. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not into that theory. <laughs> it's not something it may yeah like you said it may distract for a minute but it's not giving you know comfort and making you forget that shit yeah i, I think mean, that th i think there is something to be said about wanting things that are comfortable yeah and and going for you know we live in a society where csi one two three four whatever versions of those are like the number one shows on tv all the time mm -hmm. so there is something to be said about wanting mindless entertainment and when you're rehashing something that you already know you like you yeah. don't have to maybe pay attention as much. You're not thinking as much. So I get that. I, under I can understand that. But I don't, I don't think the theory is wrong. I just, I don't, for me, it's not the same. Using, you know, movies to take my mind off other things. Because we're fucked anyways. Yeah, I, love I mean, theory. I'm 100% behind you. <laughs> if that makes you, if that gives you any comfort whatsoever. But you don't go to the movies, Rob. So I you're not worried about anything? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I am worried about everything. You have no idea. Sure. But it's, I think, I think it's absolutely, it's comfort food. It's 100%. It's if you're like high stress, even like any example that we can relate to is you have a rough day at work. You're coming home. You're not throwing on something like overly complicated. You're throwing on Beverly Hills 90210 because you Whoa. just want to sit there and zone into it because that is something you're familiar with and you can relax so i think damien's got a great point if we're high stress as a society right now we're not mentally prepared to take on anything new nor is it palatable so i'm assuming that's absolutely not and i i would be curious to see what the numbers are and i'm sure this data is out there and it would be fascinating if it was if like if you're sitting at a streaming service of like amazon or netflix how many people are really exploring new titles versus how many people are repeating the same titles over and over again for that same thought? Yeah, that's yeah. When Damien first started talking and then and before he let, you know, and said the comfortable and the, you know, the familiar, whatever, being familiar with things like that's totally me. Anthony gives me shit all the time for watching One Tree Hill season one through nine over again before I start a new show that he's recommended. But that's just how I am. I like rewatching stuff and that does give me comfort but it doesn't it's not to 
take my mind off of other things or, you know, escape from problems. But you're watching you're watching something that you've already watched and you're just rewatching it. You're not watching the reboot of yeah. One Tree Hill, but you are watching the reboot of 90210, but you explained that's because you like those characters and you'll you'll sho- you know, yeah. you'll take anything they're shoveling. But yeah, what Rob was saying about looking at if Netflix ever released seeing, you know, who's watching the same stuff as opposed to new stuff. That's the kind of yeah. thing I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm mean, watching you, stuff for comfort. I feel like it's the same thing. It's like a distraction where you're not, you don't have to think about anything. And you don't really have to pay attention because you've already seen it. You know what's going on. You're not going to miss something if you look away or. Right. So like, what are we distracting ourselves from? <laughs> yeah, I guess I've never dove that deep into it. It's pretty yeah, deep, I think Damien. That, I think the idea, though, of talking about, you know, fossil fuels <laughs> being depleted and the Amazon being on fire, I think that there is a certain demographic of our country that doesn't believe those things are real. The same people who don't believe climate change is real or white privilege exists. So those those people are not going – ideally, those people wouldn't be going to the movies to – uh, forget Escape. about those things because they don't think it's real. But when you have a movie like Avengers that's made two and a half, two point seven billion dollars, you got to get all those people to go see it. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Too Rob, just too bad. So sad. <laughs> so sad. Damien, go see Ready or Not. Yeah, I'm going to see it this weekend. My plan is to do nothing because I'm going to be in in recovery mode from from tomorrow. And What's then you're tomorrow? just going to be like. Uh, tomorrow is t- another long like tattoo session, so uh, it's oh be yeah, you're flying weekend. down and then leaving right right yep. away, right? I'm a turn and burn. That's crazy. Are you really, you're doing it again? You're flying down and back in the same day? Yeah, after after getting tattooed for like four or five hours. What are you doing to yourself, buddy? You're gonna kill yeah, yourself. It's gonna be a rough day. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough day. <laughs> I would venture to say his time flying, getting tattooed for five six hours, flying back is less stressful than sitting on the South Jersey Shore, getting yelled at people, watching your son <laughs> bury themselves in a hole in a hundred degree weather with a hundred percent humidity. I, I can guarantee that's the case. I got upgraded to first class on both oh. my flights already, so they're going to be super chill. What? Nice. Um, yeah, How I got nothing going on. It's pretty quick. It's like Dude, it's an, an hour. hour. Yeah, yeah. An hour change. <laughs> you probably spend more time at the airport checking in than you're actually in the air. Nope. I have TSA pre-check and clear, so I literally Jeez. walk in and walk straight in the plane into my first <laughs> class seat. Um, Dude, they're not going to like you in, in in first class very much. Wrapped up, tattoo wrapped up. I'm assuming you're wearing a hoodie. I'm, I'm going to bring a hoodie even though sure. it's like fucking 88 degrees here today. <laughs> yeah. Do you, even bring a, you don't even bring a bag, right? You're just bringing you? I'm going to bring a bag because I'm going to have my laptop with me so that yeah. I can do a little bit of work. And then he's just going to be like, ah, 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 like, don't touch me. Ah. How All many right. more you got? Yeah. Sessions? Yeah. Uh, probably at least three or four more. Holy cow. Yeah. And this is Big your project. penis you're getting tattooed, right? My goodness. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Nobody? Do you use the same? No, because it's too weird. So, do you use the same guy? Like Obviously, always? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been going to the same guy for like eleven years at this point. Uh, Penis tattoos. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you gotta make okay. weird? Um, Spider-Man leave, leaving Disney. Uh, that's a that's that that kind of kicked off also this week with pop culture news. That's a big deal. So Spider-Man, what was it? Far From Home? Damien, you mm. saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just passed a, a billion dollars. Mm. It's it's Sony's all-time highest grossing movie. And now they are cutting ties with Disney, or Disney is cutting ties with them. 
depending on what bullshit uh, press press release you see. And there's some reports that Disney wants 50% of producing rights. Then there's some reports that say they want 30%. Regardless, they're leaving. That's a big loss, man. What the hell is that? I mean, the MCU is not going anywhere. But in the same year, you lose Black Widow, which then they're somehow making a Black Widow movie. You lose Iron Man. You lose Vision. And now you're losing Spider-Man. I mean, that's, that's kind of big, no? Rob? That's big. It's so how I read it and how I'm kind of understanding it is that it they could still make the movie and how I understand it they could still make it with Tom Holland they just don't have Kevin Feige producing it is they that, will not have any production they don't they are not producers right. Sony can make the movies mm-hmm. Sony so they has can every make right it to make and still be in that world no oh then I'm confused to how the whole thing they works. can't use any of the MCU characters any of the already established MCU Disney owned characters they cannot use but he can make a standalone Tom Holland Spider-Man movie of course yeah, yeah. All right, not so. in the MCU and I think that's fine because if you're trying to establish this character as a standalone character and you, your greater kind of timeline is wrapped up you know maybe Sony does have a good point of like how much of that do we really need how much is Kevin Feige or Disney bringing into a kind of, not a reboot of Spider-Man, but like, all right, well, we did our Avenger movies and now we're just trying to focus on the Spider-Man character and what how, made it popular. How, well, what made it popular was that it tied in with Iron Man. Yeah, that's I mean, 100%. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the first Spider-Man movie had fucking Robert Downey Jr. was the co-star. Sure. He was on the poster. Right. And then this one, Damien, is, is, who's in this one from the Avengers? Sam Jackson's in it. Who else? John Favreau. Yeah, the two of them. I know. Uh, I know the the bad guy is not an established MCU character. Nope. But I mean, He's it ties own. heavily into the MCU, right? But potentially, if you're kind of seeing these movies progress and grow, you can see it remove itself from the MCU. Sure. Sure. Well, maybe you, you could. Know, but I mean, dice. what happened with the Andrew Garfield trilogy or the Tobey Maguire trilogy? Yeah. Hmm. How did those progress? <laughs> They wanted too much from Spider-Man 3. Oh, Spider-Man 3 is just like, it's heartbreaking. It's terrible. It's Actually, bad. and then did Andrew Garfield even get three movies? He only got two, only right? Got two. Yeah, I don't think he did. Only got two. All right, Beth, is this something you even care about? Like, <laughs> um, See, I love the Toby ones. The first two, I don't even think I saw three. Mm-hmm. But So I'm like, I'd be totally fine with just standalone Spider-Man movies. All right. So it doesn't Dam- bother me much. Damien? Am I, like, how do I feel about it? Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty, you don't really care about this stuff in general. Does this bother you? Are you going to watch it? Because, I mean, you're the only one out of the group that saw the last Spider-Man. Yeah. Would you watch a Spider-Man 3 that didn't have anything to do with the existing MCU? I I would definitely be curious to see, like, how it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that said, I think I mentioned this on the podcast that we spoke about it. It was very, like... I was kind of blasé about it. Like, oh, right. cool, it was a Spider-Man movie. Like, whatever. All right. But I'd be curious to see what they do. All right. I mean, they did have, Sony did have Venom, right, which made a shit ton of money, was not a critically acclaimed movie, but it made a shit ton of money. <laughs> and it's going to see. Did it make be. a shit ton of money? It made, yeah, it made close to a billion. Wow. It made a ton of money overseas, and mm-hmm. it just got greenlit for a sequel with fucking Gollum as the director. That's right. Interesting. Hmm. Excited so, about that. I didn't mind the Venom movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, so yeah, it was like it was okay. It was no, like you're not blowing your hair back, but it's like it's good. 
I cannot get a beat on what you like. Because <laughs> there is stuff that is critically acclaimed that I like, that other people like, and you're like, mm-mm. And then there's shit like Venom, which I haven't seen, so I can't say it's great. I know a lot of people who have seen it who said it wasn't good. But you're like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Like, I'm not dreaming about it, but it wasn't a bad. Like, I watched it, and I walked out, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't bad. But you I'm not, like, hanging the, the poster on my wall. You went to go see Venom in the theater? No, 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 no. I saw it, like, at a buddy's house. I, oh, I could have easily out. seen it on the fire stick. I have no idea. <laughs> on the shaky cam on the fire you stick. You betcha. <laughs> All right, I think it's more honestly. I think it's probably a bigger deal with the MCU that they're losing him than it is. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because I don't know what the fuck they're. I mean, obviously they have Guardians of the Galaxy, they have Black Panther, they have a shit ton of characters. But I mean, they were kind of building this next phase of of Marvel of the MCU around Spider Man. At least it looked like it. So they won't even be able to address it, like why he's not there. Like you can are address they not it. allowed to? Okay. You can say whatever you want. You just can't have him in the movie. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Everybody just. Mm. It's too bad. It's like, how can you? It's it, they're fighting over money, and it's like, it's shitty. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the reality of the business. Like, we all as fans, we want to see it continue, but we can't because it's a money issue. I mean, that's what Disney does, though. Disney is the bully on the block yeah. now, and you have to do what they want. Yeah. They, there's nothing. You cannot agree with it, but there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. They they have taken f- in a a genre that has historically been really terrible in the theater and made it into a juggernaut. Capitalism, baby. It is what it is. It is what it is. Beth, are you? Uh, how old do you feel that that Say by the Bell <laughs> premiered thirty years ago this week? I felt a million years old. <laughs> that is crazy. I could not believe I saw Tiffany Amber post that, and it blew my mind. Thirty years. Nice. Did you watch Say by the Bell as, as a young child? Because you didn't oh, yeah, watch an hour two and of course, I did watch Saved by the Bell. Do you feel old? Um, no, and, not really. And have you watched them recently? <laughs> no. I feel like that's a show that's going to be difficult to go back and watch. It doesn't. It hasn't aged well. I watch them all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's something that you know, like if I'm bored and I just need to do like housework or something, it gets thrown on. My wife's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, I'm watching fucking 90210 Hawaiian Vacation where they try to steal Kelly's uncle's or t- Kelly's grandpa's hotel. Calm down. Say by the bell. Say by the bell. What did I say? 90210? Yeah. You guys are <laughs> a fucking what mess today. Oh, you don't give yourself any shit? I screw up Star Trek and Star Wars. I'm the end of the world. <laughs> you're fucking Mr. Star Wars and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me take this question. <laughs> I was so excited to answer it. I just wasn't thinking. By the way, you should be ashamed of yourself as, sh- a, as a Star Wars fan who yeah. then beats the drum for Star Trek as well. Excuse okay. me. Ashamed. Ashamed. No, you shouldn't be ashamed. It's Shame like, it's, on you. I, I think it takes a... I think it's a very Here common thing for someone to appreciate one and love the other. That's just like me being a Backstreet Boys fan and an NSYNC Please fan. Please don't ever compare you Star can like Wars both. and Star Trek You just Trek prefer one over Boys. the other. <laughs> Please don't... Con- Jesus Christ. All right, so you can root <laughs> for the Mets and still have an appreciation for the Red Sox. Okay, you just first can't of all, do that with like Yankee- Jets and Jesus Patriots. Christ, Rob. The Yankees and the Red Sox are the teams that have a rivalry. Nobody gives a fuck about the Mets. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Maybe you don't remember the World Series of 1986. Rob, literally nobody gives a shit about the Mets. <laughs> um, everyone in New York State does, <laughs> and parts of New Jersey. You're not being serious, right? Oh, stop it! Nobody cares about the Mets. <laughs> Beth, Beth is the only person. Yes. I, again, we're on different. We live on different planets. Around here, it's about the Mets. 
No, it's not. It is. How do you know you're not here? <laughs> you know, you know. Let's after we're done, let's pull some. We'll pull some stats on how many New Yorkers care about. That's like saying like Mets versus Yankees. That's like saying the Knicks versus the Nets, Rob. All right. So if I may, can I give my little two cents here and then I'm yeah, like over it? Yeah, I would love. It? All I right. So love. here's my and it's the same thing with like Jets and Giants and Islanders. I and would Rangers. love. It is. Across I would the love board. a self-proclaimed non-sports enthusiast to explain to me these sports in New York. Listen, I, would love I have it. my finger on the pulse of the pop culture of this. You state. have your finger Sorry. up your ass. So there's two things. All right. So there's like the popular New York sports team that people from like Michigan will like root for. That's your Yankees, your Rangers, and your Giants. But then you have the hometown teams. So like I'm not saying like there's plenty of like New York people that are like Yankee Yankee fans. But like New York fans, particularly kind of around here, there are Mets fans. And there are mm-hmm. Jets fans and there are Islander fans. So it's like it's I think the reach of the other three teams are a little bit further. Again, I have no idea anything about the teams. I could be talking on my ass. But as far as my kind of interpretation of the culture of the teams, that's what it is. You rarely find an out-of-state Mets fan. Like, Beth is the exception. <laughs> Perfect. Um, of- just real quick from <laughs> – this is from ESPN. Uh, oh, God. Whatever they did, uh, 61% – this was in 2017. 61% of New Yorkers that were polled were Yankees fans. 27%. Were Mets fans and the rest didn't give a shit. Is it really that so, low? I, I don't know, Rob. Yet. You live there. You tell me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. Where are they polling from? Buffalo? They're definitely not polling from your house, the same place you're pulling your information from. <laughs> Damien, where's your popcorn? Oh, man. I don't have any popcorn. Oh, I'm just hanging out and waiting for the <laughs> sports ball stuff to pass. <laughs> Damien, you uh, did you? I know I gave you the agenda 15 minutes before we started the podcast. Did you watch Ram- the Rambo trailer? I oh. did. And? And I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You're in. Yeah, I'm fully in. It like doesn't I, matter. Like it, halfway through, halfway through, I was like, I was like, why do they? Why are they remaking all this shit? Like, is this purely like an ego thing? Like Sly is just trying to prove that he's still an action star. And I started yeah. going down this dark hole. And then like at the at the like seventy five percent mark, I was like, I'm fucking in. Like, what am I talking about? <laughs> he just had the like bow you, and the arrow out. Yeah, yeah. You forgot all questions you had. You're just like, I'm fucking in. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Rob, I got to imagine you like Rambo. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like all in on Rambo. Like I certainly like Rambo, but like okay. I was, I watched this, and as I'm watching it, it's like, oh, look, it's Sylvester Stallone, like kind of being old with like, and it it didn't look like Rambo until like at the end of the trailer. I was like, oh, is that where they're kind of going with this? Like he's kind of like invading this thing, and it's kind of Rambo-ish. I wouldn't say I'm knocking the door down to go see this, but I'm I'm mildly curious. <laughs> Beth. I got to imagine you don't give two shits about this. Zero interest. <laughs> I never seen the original Rambo. The trailer was like five seconds long. I was like, eh. The trailer was like a full two minutes long. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was like about? a minute something. <laughs> we went from five seconds to a minute. <laughs> and like half of it was like shots of the old movie. Oh, Beth, you watched the trailer? I watched the trailer. It was flashing, and then this his family, his like daughter or niece or whatever that girl, and, you know, he's. I've watched it. Beth, what's your favorite <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie? Stop oh my or my gosh. mom will shoot. 
Uh, I mean, you know, Rocky. When you was the last time you watched Rocky? Rocky? Yeah. Oh, years ago. But yeah, I've watched Rocky. Of course I've watched Rocky. Which Rocky? I don't know. I'm the just The first curious. one. The first Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about it? Did and then you I've like? seen the, I mean, obviously I've seen the Creed, but. I mean, you could say that's your favorite <laughs> Sylvester Stallone movie. He, he was nominated for Academy Award for that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't that. seen much more that he's been in. I don't not, not so you never saw, Did you see Rocky 2, 3, 4? I might have when yeah. I was young, but not no super recollection of him. But mm-hmm. I got to imagine Ringo wants to watch this movie. Oh, I'm sure. You guys watch Hobbs and Shaw yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Come on, unfortunately. Death. The longest show going on this show. I think we're going to have to call in a sub for someone who like actually watches the movies they say they're going to watch. <laughs> uh, I mean, I watched Lion King at least. But Lion King, you said you didn't want to watch. Yeah, you wanted I know, to see Aladdin. But I watched it. <laughs> yeah, you were like Lion King. My friend says it's terrible. Yeah, so. you know what? Mark it. I'm gonna. We're gonna see Hobbs and Shaw this weekend. Nice. All right. I mean, I marked it from like two weeks ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. They just released, they being Forbes, released the highest paid actors list for 2019. We had a bit of a discussion at the beginning of the pod before we started recording that does that include women? Does it not include women? And what did we decide on? Did we decide on anything? Beth? Um, I think that, uh, yeah, it must, it, it's got to just be. Men, I like how Ben's trying to do five things because at once Scarlet right now. falls in between, like number eight and number nine, but yeah. she's not on this list. Yeah, so she should fall in between. Actually, she isn't at forty point five, so she f- should fall between Paul Rudd and Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. But so I don't know if we're if you know the numbers we're looking at were wrong. So let's just go off the list we see from Forbes. If it's wrong, don't blame us. You can blame Damien. <laughs> so let's just. I just want to go ten to one, and I want to read off the names. And then I want to assess as we go. Okay. So if you have anything you want to throw out there, interject. Feel free to interrupt me, Rob. But that hurts. It's okay. Number 10, Will Smith, $35 million in, in 2019. My question is where and why? Anybody? Aladdin. Ah. True. True. <laughs> True. But I mean, I didn't know he's getting paid like that for Aladdin. Yeah. He, d- he does have that other movie coming out there where he's worth like two characters. Anybody see the trailer for that? No. Mm-mm. All right. The most surprising person on this whole list for me is Paul Rudd. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. How? I like Paul Rudd just fine. How the fuck did Paul Rudd make $41 million this year? <laughs> this is funny. I mean, is it's got to be, obviously, like Avengers, right? Uh, is he in those? Isn't he in those? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know he is Ant-Man, but I don't know if he's in the actual Avengers movies. Like, But... You know, and he's a name that's been around forever, so I feel like maybe yeah, he would get a. But I guess the question is pay. like, what did he do this last year, which was nothing? Just this. Just the only Avengers. thing on his IMDb is Avengers Endgame and Saturday Night Live. So, you're gonna as we go through the list, you'll see a common denominator. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, forty three point five million. Mm-hmm. Got to be Avengers, right? That Avengers money. The one that makes me the most sad, Adam Sandler with $57 million. Ugh, that's that that's fucking... <laughs> that's a that, typo. That Netflix... No, because he produces all his own shit. Yeah, but what, what shit? 
<laughs> Dude, that guy comes out with like two, two, three new Netflix movie every. Oh year. yeah, he's yeah. got Netflix Shit? movies. Yeah, man, he just had that shitty one with Jennifer Aniston. Like the dude puts out Netflix movies constantly. Yeah. Hmm. True. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, fifty-seven million. I got to imagine just because. What the fuck was that movie? Stars Born. Thank you, because he was the director and star. I guess he uh, had some points in that. Fifty-seven yeah. million. And he's in the Avengers. Damn it, he is in the Avengers, and A Star Is Born came out last oh, year. Oh, he is. <laughs> he was Look the at Rob with the big brain. Yep. He's the freaking raccoon. Uh, Jackie Chan, $58 million. Good for Jackie Chan. Good for Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah, man. Like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> how much, Damien, how much? And this of, is worldwide, right? So it's. It's just what they've made. I don't know. I, I don't know that they're making just domestic. It's just whatever they've made. Yeah. Damien, yeah. how much of the uh, the that $58 million is the Chinese government taking? <laughs> oh man i can't answer that question you don't want to answer it right now yeah i don't want to answer it. you guys never see me again <laughs> okay <laughs> so we have a gentleman named akshay kumar i got to imagine from from bollywood as, bollywood. as rob said 65 million dollars wow money is good in bollywood who's pushing bollywood like i think net i was on like a netflix like vortex and all of a sudden i'm looking at about 15 bollywood movies Okay, so I got a question. Let me let me just dive. Let me unpack that a little bit. Sure. Netflix has a quite the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> what are you watching? That's I don't know. Telling that them I'm... to say, hey, this guy wants to watch Bollywood. Beats the shit out of me. I don't know what I'm watching. It's like documentaries. I don't know if I watch a lot of documentaries, so I don't know how Bollywood's coming after that. No, man, you're. It's, I think we just learned a little bit about Rob. He's into Bollywood. <laughs> he found one of those hacks that shows you how to unlock all the. Netflix categories that don't just show up. Nice. <laughs> okay, Robert Downey Jr. sixty-six million dollars. I got to. I got to admit, I feel like that's a little low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the MCU, right? Yes. Like he's the heavy hitter. Why is he only at sixty-six million? Was he in? Like, did he have a heavy role in in the movies this year, though? Yeah, he's in all of them. But I mean, he is the essentially the star and the main person in the last one. Yeah, it's more shocking that he's, I mean, you haven't got there yet, but that he's not the highest paid out of all of them. Well, he's not the highest paid because Chris Hemsworth had two movies that came out this year. He had Men in Black. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got to imagine he got paid for that shit movie. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to live in the world where where Chris Hemsworth makes $76 million. (laughs) We're living in it, buddy. I I mean, I I don't know that I think I'm going to, I got to figure out how I can uh, avoid cinema for the rest of this year. Wait till he becomes Indiana Jones. I got to get, that's not going to happen. I got to get on that fire stick, Rob. That's right. <laughs> that is still one of your worst takes that Chris Hemsworth should be fucking Indiana Jones. I didn't Jones. say that he should. I just said it would be an interesting exercise. <laughs> Damien, what is that? What do you Oh god. How do you how do you interpret that? Should be an interesting exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to begin to pretend uh, to understand the thought process of okay. our friend Rob. Let me ask you this. Do you want to see Chris Hemsworth as Indiana Jones? No. No. My man. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. Don't try to act. This is what bothers me. You're The Rock. You're The Rock. You're not Dwayne. You're The Rock. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows you as The Rock. $89.4 million. (laughs) This man almost made $100 million this year. I mean, that's a big shout out to you because you've been saying all Mm. along he is like a movie star. Like our, you know, one of our last big movie stars. The most electrifying entertainer in sports today. Wasn't that like his line? I don't what watch WWE, brother. I, either do I, but I remember like that was like a whole piece to it, and he used to do the eyebrow thing. So yeah, yeah. 
He did. I, he might still do the eyebrow thing. I don't know. Is this? I just want to use this more. You know, I, I said it on the the Discord app. This furthers, and is more evidence for my argument that there's no more movie stars. Because uh, almost every that? single one of these guys were in the same movies. Mm-hmm. Wait, but By doesn't the, that doesn't that imply they're all movie stars? No, that implies that it's an ensemble cast. Yeah, they're or, not leading. Yeah, they're not opening a movie themselves. I think you need to define movie star. I mean, we've we've had this conversation. <laughs> a movie star is someone who opens up movies on their own and brings people by themselves. People are going to see that movie because The Rock is in it. Harrison people Ford. aren't going to see Avengers because Chris Hemsworth is in it. They're going to see it because it's all of the Avengers. Correct. So the or or I, this is what I would argue, Damien. You take the Avengers. You take the people that are out of the uh, that are currently in the Avengers. You take half of them out and put different actors in. The Avengers are what people are going to see. That mm-hmm. movie is what they're. That franchise is what they're going to go see. Not necessarily. There are gonna. There's a subset of people who are Robert Downey Jr. fans who are gonna go see that movie. But if you take Robert Downey Jr. out of it, the chances are they are still going to watch that movie because they are into the franchise. Sure, but the implication is then that that they can't be, they can't also be movie stars. The implication is that then when they're in an individual movie, they do not open it. They do not do well. The movies do not perform well. Like Men in Black. Like Men in Black. Hmm. All right. Well, no, let's talk about it because you seem you seem. No, I'm just asking a question. I haven't thought. I clearly haven't thought about this as much as you have. Um, <laughs> but off of the cuff, it just yeah. I don't know. There's something that maybe I don't agree with that they can't be movie stars because they're part of an ensemble cast. When. Okay, so let, let's let's talk. Let's do this. Jurassic Park. Right, massive movie franchise. Okay, those movies all make money. None of those movies, for the most part, have the same actors in them. You have the first movie that had the the, the three main actors. Mm-hmm. The second movie only had one of the same actors and like and three other different actors. The four or the third movie only again had one actor from the original movie. All those movies made money. Then you reboot it with completely new actors. All of those movies make money. Do you see what I'm saying? So is it the franchise that's making the money or are each one of those people actors? Because Sam Neill, who was in the first Jurassic Park and the third Jurassic Park, those movies made a shit ton of money. When has Sam Neill ever made another movie? Better yet, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is in Jurassic World and all the Jurassic World movies, the two, right? He's also in Guardians of the Galaxy and MCU movies. When is Chris Pratt opening a separate movie that's just starring Chris Pratt and it's making money? So yeah, I, Chris, I couldn't. I couldn't answer that. Okay, but The Rock is opening movies that nobody gives a f- like. They're not movies that are part of franchises, with the exception of what off the top of my head, just Fast and Furious. But he's opening movies that, and he's making a ton of money, and those movies are making a shit ton of money because people are going to see The Rock. Like Beth's mom is going to see The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I get what you're saying, and that's why I was asking, like, how to define, how you define movie star, which if by your definition of what you just said, yeah, I suppose that that's right. I don't know that you can put somebody like, you know, Rob into any of these movies, and it's the same thing. They could be better, sure. but... Sure, sure, sure. Yes. Yeah, they're all actors, obviously, and, you know, but then I maybe it comes down to, like, the whole A-list thing. Maybe sure. the, the Rock is like one of the last A-list actors. 
Well, I, see, I don't even believe that in the A list. I I believe in movie star means that you can carry a franchise, carry a movie. You are a star. A list yeah. means that you're well known. I mean, there's a whole to me. It's yeah. just I guess how you ever you de, uh, your definition. So let me ask you this, Damien. Tom Cruise, right? In his mm-hmm. day, one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Totally. Opened massive movies. He's not making small independent movies during that time. Every movie he's in is a big summer or or uh, holiday time blockbuster. That is a movie star, right? Because he's not making the small independent movies that are trying to get awards. He, everything he's making, he's paid a ton of money, and they're making a ton of money. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Who I don't know that who else would come to mind right now besides The Rock. And I mean, I still say DiCaprio opens movies, but even that might not be the case anymore. What if it's more of an issue of like the things that people want to see right now are just these? It is that it's not. My theory is that there's not these people aren't good actors, and that my theory is that the industry has turned away from the movie star because of where we're at with reboots, sequels, big franchises. They've killed the movie star. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, I think I could be, I could be Rob, sold on this. Rob is in the back there whispering Harrison Ford. <laughs> still, still in 2019, thinks Harrison Ford is an, as a movie star. Again, it, it, it's like I get your points as you're saying because they are very good points, and and I agree with them. To, to be totally honest, I think where you and I disagree, and again, you you want to argue the numbers, we could argue the numbers, is that Leonardo DiCaprio is the only one. I guess that's I the where. And I the all right, so here's the Rock. But again, I like we shit on Harrison Ford or my thought of Harrison Ford, but he does open a movie, not to the numbers of DiCaprio as we have found out. But Tom Hanks will they will go see a Tom Hanks movie because it's a Tom Hanks movie. Steven Spielberg, they will go see a Spielberg movie because it is a Steven Spielberg movie. So I but think there's Steven are... Spielberg's not a movie star. <laughs> no, but he's making the movies. You're going to the movies because it's a Spielberg movie, right? But you can't change the argument to benefit your the further your argument we the argument is movie star there are plenty of directors tarantino scorsese spielberg there are plenty of directors that people are going to the movies for we've all established that beth myself and you all said we're gonna go watch the irishman this is me because taking steven spielberg off sure. of the table i like it how's that is that better <laughs> yeah yeah go for it <laughs> but i like i get what you're saying like i I get what you're saying. And I, d- I don't disagree with you, but I just like to think I live in a world that is more than just Leo. It is. I said the rock. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I w- I'm interested in this theory that you think that Harrison Ford still opens movies and you think that he opens <sighs> movies to the. F- well, no, he d- he's not going to open them. Like that's it, it's a it's a it's a farce. Like it, Harrison Ford is not <laughs> going to open the same amount as The Rock or Leonardo DiCaprio. Like right. I feel better about even like in the like. Let's just leave it at The Rock. Can we leave it at The Rock? And how come your boy DiCaprio is not in this top ten list? I think because he doesn't make movies. Oh. Like he makes a movie every what three four years. Right. I think that. <laughs> Let's leave. I think that your bias against Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, he could be number one, and you would still say he's not a movie star. Uh, I hate him so much. Him and his stupid Damien, face. How good was he in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? He's fantastic. Fantastic, Damien. How good? Stop. How good is the scene with him and the little girl? Weird. It's really good. Yeah, and then the scene it's at like, the end with the flamethrower. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, it, it's good. I I mean, I, I have robbed so much respect and admiration for you. Uh, and I don't... I, I still want to know maybe at some point in time there'll be enough beer at a table and it'll be late at night. Um, and you know, you're just going to like open up a little bit and tell us the story of how he stung you because something else has happened here. It I mean, really my, all comes down to it. My working theory might be right. Right, Damien? Mm-hmm. What's the working theory? That he has touched me. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, my theory was that you were a struggling young actor waiting for their big break. Yeah, you auditioned pains. for Growing Pains. He <laughs> won. Yes. He got the part, Damn. went on to superstardom. You went on to becoming a vice principal right. at a school in upstate New York. Yes. And Just since then, good. you have held a vendetta against him because he took what was yours. Yeah. Oh, wait. I mean, we're, we're, we're just speculating? Oh, I thought we were talking about real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now we got to figure out why Jarrett... Also feels the same way. Jared feels the same way. My boy Jared. When um, you guys loyal. It's purely out of loyalty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On I the Discord app, go... Jared is now legit. He made it onto Discord. Well, I mean, shout I can, out, welcome, Jared. I can take that away. We'll see. It's a feeling out. <laughs> it's a feeling out process. He came out <laughs> punching too. The Euro hey, trip I thought and you everything. guys were gonna watch. I thought you were gonna watch Harry Potter, yeah. and then I thought you guys were gonna watch Once Upon a Time. You and Jared. All right, so it was it was a busy week. Like we just went through this. Like I'm playing mini golf and like being miserable, so I had no time to do either <laughs> of those things. All right, and now school starts in two weeks. It's I'm living a fucking nightmare. All right, yeah. all right, guys. Well, I mean, I feel like this was a uh, pretty argue argue filled podcast. <laughs> we I'm went ha- a little deep at times. Nice. I'm happy that I'm happy that Rob's back, even though I want to punch him in the head. Oh, <laughs> oh. St- Stop. <laughs> Damien, you get your ticket to Not Scary Farm? I did, and I got it. I got my plane ticket. I got my ticket to get into the park. I'm ready Beth? to go. I haven't got mine yet, but I'm I'm getting it. It's coming. Damien, the percentage that you think Beth is going to not come because she didn't realize we were going into mazes? Uh, 78.3%. <laughs> that she will not be coming. That she will not be coming. I'm with you. I'm right you up there I'm with you. I know I'm coming. I already um, took a half day that day. Yeah, but you haven't bought your ticket. Yeah, I know, but I have time. All right. Yeah. Damien, are are we gonna do you? Are we just gonna go in on the uh, <laughs> the the uh, the brunch or the all you can eat buffet so we can get into the park early? Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, he sent the thing out. I think that's a good idea. All right. So we were talking. We're going on a. We're going on some personal stuff real quick. I put on the Discord app the food options, right? You were doing it. I jumped in through some options out there, but then I put out, you can pay $35 to go into the all you can eat buffet at Knott's Berry Farm so that you can get into the park early. And the one person I thought was going to be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing it is Damien. I totally missed it. That's why I was like confused what you're talking about. The, uh, this all you can eat brunch thing. There's, there's no way this food is going to be edible. I mean, Knott's Berry Uh, Farm has okay food. Like, when you go to the actual sit-down restaurants? Not at an all-you-can-eat place. Yeah, it said, like, fried chicken and, like, their blueberry pie and stuff like that. It's going to be, like, the rejects from the restaurants. <laughs> Proceed. So you are not in. Oh, man. I mean, you know how I'm about food. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a quantity guy. I'm a quality <laughs> guy. Yeah. All right. But for the benefit, I think for the betterment of the group, if we all said, hey, we're going to do it, you would do it. Yeah, I'm in. 
so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go because I'm a team player. Thanks. Rob, you're not coming, right? Not coming. One hundred percent. Not even in a surprise kind of way. Totally not coming. <laughs> not even in a surprise kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna be coming a week later, so like I have no need to go out there. Uh-huh. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, because that's the end of September, right? Rob still thinks we're coming in to New York. Oh. I told you to tell me when to buy a ticket. You told so me to on. tell you? No, 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 no. You told me. I told Anthony. No. <laughs> you're you're in the clear, Rob. Hey, man. Uh, hey. I'm ready to go. I committed, and I was there. I mean, we committed, and I was coming for Comic-Con, and you were like, eh, oh. let's try a different weekend. So... <laughs> <sighs> Rob, I love you, buddy. I know. Just not enough to come out here. <laughs> he says, I know. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right, Damien, guys. This you was come fine. out whenever you want. All right, Beth, buddy, you let's... come out whenever you want. Okay. Maybe I'll slide in your DMs on the Discord app and we'll just work some shit out. Nice. We can I go mean... to a Mets game, Rob. Shit, yeah, we can. I uh, even again... proposed that to that fool over there. It was like, I will pick you up from the plane. And we will go from JFK to, like, City Field to City watch a game. And he was like, yeah, that'd be cool. I definitely <laughs> didn't say that would be cool. What I said, and I again, I will, I will back this up with, I don't know that I can explain to my wife with a five-week-old that, hey, I'm just going out to hang out with Rob for a weekend, not, hey, I'm going for something that can I can use for the pod. Like I going thought she for was six weeks old, and this is that. in October. She is six weeks old. Oh. But again... Hey, wife, I'm going to leave you for four days to go hang out with my friend when I could do that any other weekend, especially when the baby's older. Or I'm going out for New York Comic Con to hang out with my friend and get stuff for the podcast. One seems to carry a little more weight. I than feel the other. like I'm more in an event than New York Comic Con. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, buddy. Damien would rather come see me than go to Comic Con. I'm telling you that. Damien right doesn't have a six week old baby. And has a lot of disposable income. So Damien can go whenever he wants. But Damien's going to uh, Mexico City in like two or three weeks and might not ever come back. Oh. So, Yeah, there's Damien. an asterisk there. <laughs> That's not a nice thing to say. I mean, he and I have had this conversation. When he said, I'm going to Mexico City, I was like, bro. Bro. Are you going to come back? How many other It'll people have fine. asked you that? Uh-huh. Um, not that many, but I've had some people, I've had people who haven't been allude to it, and I have people who have been, um, not bring it up at all and say it'll be a delightful trip, here are a bunch of recommendations. Perfect. I have not been, and I am making a, uh, a snap, snap judgment. Is right. this for work? No, 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 this is, a, I just got like a super cheap ticket on a, on Labor Day weekend, and so I'm going. And I'm uh, just saying, because I care about my friend, I hope you're okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, it's coming from a good place, so I respect it is. that. Is someone going to try to sell you cocaine while you're there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that's probably going to happen on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to try uh, to get him have to smuggle it back into the country. No, yeah. they're going to kill him and smuggle it back in his body. In his body, in his oh, body yes. Right. I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, don't ask questions. Put this in your butt. <laughs> Well, to be fair, that's like a normal Saturday night for you. Oh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I appreciate everybody being on. Damien, it was a nice surprise you jumping on 15 minutes before. You always have an open invitation. Beth, 
you know how I feel. And Rob, it's been a rocky one, but it'll oh. be better next week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll do it again see ya yes all right everyone that is another pop culture news podcast down uh, these are some of my favorite ones that we do glad that damien could jump on i think we're going to start having four people on each one of these uh pop culture news just i think the banter is better i think everybody has a, a good opinion and i just think it, it flows with four people so i think we're definitely going to be doing that i uh, hope you guys are enjoying them as much as we are enjoying doing them Definitely give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Also subscribe excuse me, on Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, you can give us a follow at The Morning Geekdom on Instagram, at Morning Geekdom on Twitter and Facebook. You can always shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. It's a good way to, uh, to hear what you guys want us to discuss, uh, you know, long-form movie ideas. Um, just help kind of create the podcast that, that everybody listens to. Uh, that's kind of a cool cool thing about podcasts, I think. So definitely uh, shoot us any ideas, anything you guys want to hear, and we'll try to uh, you know, do our best to, uh, to record it. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.